I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again about body swapping Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down the 2020 comedy, Family Swap, starring Frank Dubois and Alexandra Lamy, <laughs> where a uh, husband, wife, their two children, and their grandmother all swap bodies after a magical trip to an amusement park. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love li- hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face Off. Face Off. I don't know how we did that. How could you forget? Uh, So, on to family swap. We have seen movies where people swap bodies with their family members before, but never one this ambitious with the sheer amount of body swapping taking place. So many swaps. So, did the ambition pay off or was family swap a convoluted mess? The swaps pay off. The swaps, there's nothing wrong with the swaps. There's plenty of them. They're good. (laughs) They're great. Um, uh, like, does it make the, all the problems of the film go away? No, but the swaps, (laughs) they're great. I, I I approve. (laughs) I have realized something watching this film is that I've become kind of like a a crack addict for swap swapping like really? like one one swap isn't sufficient enough like give me fucking like 10 swaps and like then they swap with the llama and then you know like just, just keep fucking swapping <laughs> <The llama>. like, <laughs> like i feel like we, i like the uh, the opposite way that this is like a uh, a cold and i'm getting a you know a vaccination and i've become immune cuz when i'm watching these i'm like not even aware. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, now? Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I, I feel like because we've watched so many of these films, like unless they're like doing something extreme, it's just like just feels like every day. Whereas like, I feel I've- like I've I've gotten the vaccination, and even watching this, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So what? You switched like twenty <laughs> times. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point, if we actually swapped bodies in real life, we'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy, what did you think? 
Um, I mean, I had fun with this movie. It was a good time. Yeah, I think overall, I, I came up pretty positive on yeah. this one. Like, I had, like, genuine laughs, and it did what we always want these swaps to do, which is payoffs and people learning life lessons and growing throughout the course of the film. And, and yeah, I, think- I thought it was kind of cool how, like, it didn't actually resolve and we're the only ones that know why they're swapping. Yeah. That was, like, a fun little <laughs> twist. <laughs> Well, that yeah. reminded me of, uh, what was the other one we did? The Filipini, Filipini, the Philippines one. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, here comes, the, the here comes a bride. Yeah. Because yeah. like the fact that, you know, you have this like little art, like after movie about the swap, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where they like, you saw those years they spent together. It was very reminiscent of that watching this one, you know? Yeah. It, it was a brave choice for this film. Like it's very rare for uh, one of the movies we do to never have a swap back. Like they are stuck in this situation for the rest of their lives, presumably, unless mm. they ever work it out. Do you reckon any of them ever get switched into their own body just for like one night like surely that's a um possibility yeah so i guess uh we should explain like so in this film the family they are continuously swapping with each other so there's six members of the family and then by the end also a llama gets (laughs) (laughs) lumped into this and then like we find out as a big twist at the end so spoilers for family swap um is uh (laughs) you're not gonna put one at the front of the the episode like get out (laughs) no um yeah the the little girl shoplifted a um, snow globe snow globe at the beginning of the film and every time she shakes the snow snow globe we find out at the end that's when the family swap Swaps. and they'll ram randomly swap with each other <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like it is a cruel fate like there is no way these people could have a functioning life no ever, <laughs> like ever <laughs> like where you're constantly swapping with your family members like and you know, eventually that grandma is the body of the grandma is gonna going die. to die, and, then, and whoever and then is who, inhabiting yeah. it, yeah, what happens yeah. to them? Yeah, if it's the little girl, she could presumably die very young because Ooh, she was stuck in a. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. That's maybe, nice. maybe, or like, how long do llamas live? Well, I, maybe what a great if, question. You're in, <laughs> if you're in the dead grandmother's body, you're just like buried in a coffin for a day. <laughs> oh, it, oh my god, that's fucking horrifying! And then her, and she's like dead in your body. You know what I mean? Oh my oh, god, so- that's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this sequel. <laughs> it's like that Ryan Reynolds movie that I refuse to watch because I'm scared of uh, being buried alive. Oh, um, buried, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I will never watch that movie about the kids in the cave. I- I'm not doing it. No, oh, yeah. The f- yeah, sure, yeah. But yeah, 13's nah. not that, I mean, um, buried's not that bad. Like, the thing that's annoying about it is you don't see anyone get buried. He's and already it's got buried. Ryan Reynolds, the- <laughs> <isn't> it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think this film, like, definitely gives us what we crave in a body swap film. You've got, like, actors playing roles that are, like, very far away from their real selves. Yeah. We've got, like, I think one of the best child swap performances we've ever seen oh my god that kid was like majority of the time playing an adult like smoking and swearing (laughs) and like talking about 
yeah, having really mature banged for yeah. two years yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was. She was crazy good actress. Um, you, yeah. Do you need to do the thirty second plot, Paul? Or? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. So for uh, for listeners that aren't familiar, I try to summarize the plot of the film in thirty seconds, um, and I very rarely succeed. I feel like we've done a lot of legwork for you here, but yeah. like because we've talked about so much already. But you know, you yeah. have to do it. You're contractually yeah. obliged. <laughs> yeah. Ready, set, go. So a family goes to an amusement park and they're all arguing, and uh, then uh, the next morning they wake up and they're all in each other's bodies and then the next morning after that they've swapped again so they've all in other different bodies and then they have to like live in each other's lives and they find out the, the mum was cheating on the dad and the the son's drug dealing and all these things and then the grandma also gets swapped and then Alama gets swapped and then uh, they solve their problems but they get stuck. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, there's not a whole lot of plot in this film, really. It's just like a deal. It's about the performances, right? Yeah, it's about the performances. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got, uh, we've got like pretty much every swap cliche in here. We've got like in the dad storyline, we've got a big, uh, sports game he has to um, <laughs> win at, but also that's tied into the big meeting uh, for work. Yeah, <laughs> they managed a, to like mix them Do together. Both, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah how got- does a rugby game? I, I I completely missed that. How does the rugby game? Uh, how is that going to save the newspaper? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was very confused about that subplot. Um, but we've also got um, you know. The boy, uh, the girl waking up uh, in the boy's body. No, sorry. The boy waking up in the girl's body and not finding his penis and, like, looking in the mirror and that whole, like, uh, grabbing his boob sequence. Um, We've got um, a guy, a girl in her father's body that has to go to a communal shower with a bunch of naked guys, um, you know, which we saw in virtual sexuality. Um, This one was a bit different. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, there was only one hot guy in this one. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got some new stuff. We've got a um, a brother who goes into his sister's body and then prostitutes that body out to his friends, um, which uh, I thought was an interesting, very French uh, subplot yeah, pretty, there. Pretty lax. Pretty <laughs> yeah. lax, uh, I don't know, standards there. Yeah, I I don't know if the American version of this film would have had him. Like, I don't think it would have been made. I think yeah. the thing, the things that that child had to talk about, and just some yeah. of the themes, and just there was some nut approach stuff. Really, how how uh, relaxed the entire family was with each other's genitalia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The little girl was so excited to be in her father's body, and like. Play because he had around a dick. with that is yeah <laughs> yeah and then show uh, show her when uh, she's in the sun's uh in the her brother's body showing her her wiener to the uh her her friends from school and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> the friends, I was, you know I was, they're very I was I was very glad that scene cut, cut. off when it did I'm <laughs> yeah. like the, you're you're stretching, yeah. 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 <laughs> you're stretching it yeah you're stretching it yeah you're stretching it um I think the best performance was um the dad and the daughter. Yeah. In those in those initial like moments and days, they were very funny. <laughs> yeah, the dad did did do a good job, like yeah. with the 
daughter in his body playing like essentially a grown man playing a six-year-old girl. Um, he, he did that very well. Yeah. Mm. I would say like overall, like all the performances are like yeah. super strong in yeah. this film. Like across the board, everyone did a really good job. Like when you got this many swaps going for it always to be clear who is who. And I mean, the film did, um, a couple of things to help us with that at and one point. I'm here for it. I thought yeah. it was a funny gag. Yeah, at one point they're all wearing T-shirts and the T-shirts have the face of the person that's actually in the body, <laughs> which is so clever. <laughs> um, and it then had good. a, but then like uh, dovetailed into a great gag when he is uh, in his wife's body and he's about to have sex with the man that she's been cheating with him with and he takes <laughs> again, again was, that, again. Again, was yeah. that a bit of a French storyline like I was like yeah. I, I don't know about this <laughs> but yeah the, the man takes his ju- her jumper off and underneath is like a t-shirt with the husband's, husband's face, face. Just yeah. at, which is great but yeah it is like again I don't know if the American version would have had it that the husband then start sleeping with the man that his wife was <laughs> cheating on. With, yeah. yeah, like it was uh it was very uh, liberal, I'll um, say that. Like have either which of I, you, found really I doubt sp- I doubt yeah. either of you would have seen like the true crime documentary Kidnapped in Plain Sight. No. No. So it's about a guy who kidnaps the the daughter of his n- neighbor and mm-hmm. then it comes out they don't go to the police straight away because both Parents were having an affair, like, separately with the neighbour, like, the guy, oh my God. like, the dad as well. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, full on. Um, it reminded me of that. I think that's what I was going to say, but, like, not really, but kind of. So, that's not going to be a tenuous uh, swap in this no. episode. <laughs> like, I think, uh, I think it, like, I found it really ridiculous, but they actually- at the end tied that really well with the the lesson for the husband that he was he was so depressed and like self-loathing that he was he was willing to run away with the yeah with the yeah. with the man that she was having an affair with because yeah. he was yeah. a better man than him <laughs> yeah he was essentially breaking up with himself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and yeah i think like all the all the characters kind of grew in interesting ways, and uh, uh, like there was there was <laughs> interesting payoffs for most of them. I mean, like I guess the brother the stayed brother a stoner. What? Yeah, he stayed a stoner drug dealer. <laughs> I guess the grandmother learnt to appreciate her sexuality again. I don't know, <laughs> loosened up a bit. Uh, and it was funny just seeing that grandma actress sing heaps of bongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Brendan, you mentioned that you had, like, issues with the film, though. Like, what did you not like about it? Uh, I, I guess for the- until that moment, the the, the character of the husband um, mm-hmm. was just an awful person. And, like, there was nothing redeemable or likable. Mm-hmm. And then when he starts, um, like, then there's the, the affair comes out. I felt like the film was really, like, putting it on- on the on the wife like that like what the problem with the marriage was 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 her fault for having an affair but it was very mm. clear that he was like just ab- an absent father 
that, yeah. yeah, that, and there was sort of like, you know, this, this vibe that she was the person who was at fault. And it's like, yes. Uh, anyway. I can, um, I can see that. Yeah. I, I think the film does reckon with that. Like we find out that, you know, he, uh, at the beginning of the film, he was on a ride and there was like a portion where you make a wish and he made a wish that he would have a different family. And when that comes out, they're like, who, what kind of dad would do that? And he's like, a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah. also every, like you were saying, everyone's got sort of a story arc. I feel like there's definitely some that are a lot stronger than others. But yeah. all of them are found out in real time. So, it takes, like, we get swapped basically five minutes into the film. Yeah, which um, I appreciated very much so. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't know where anything was going or, like, we didn't yeah. have anywhere we wanted it to lead to yeah. um, or resolve because it was just a, a lot of meandering little, like, little, uh, you know, quirky scenes of them trying to fulfill each other's duties as, you know, father, son- daughter yeah. all that sort of stuff but i it sort of felt aimless until those th- sort of uh story notes were like locked in you know what i mean yeah i i think my biggest issue with the film was uh, uh, towards the end the mother decides to go to the hospital and reveal the fact that she's been swapped into her daughter <laughs> and then they start doing medical tests and then the evil scientists decide to like kidnap the whole family <laughs> i felt like that kind of that was too like it is a silly movie but that felt like it was a completely other silly movie and then that kind of took it over paul um, don't tell me you trust big farmer come on <laughs> anyone knows if you have say road don't go to the hospital they'll kidnap you they'll you know put electrodes <laughs> on your brain yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you know i'm i'm staunchly anti-vax so you know this this, this <laughs> oh good, good i am he I'm chokes, absolutely ladies not. and gentlemen I'm we're very pro-vax <laughs> yeah i i literally got my monkey box vax in it uh last week so mm. I, I get vaxxed people uh, <laughs> uh yeah but yeah it, it, the kind of end to that kind of uh evil scientist story is that the scientists get like the police to come raid at the like uh, the amusement park they're broken into at the end and then they give a big speech about what family is and then the police just decide to leave even <laughs> though this family has like ram raided a yeah. amusement park with a stolen and, like yeah uh, uh, ambulance. ambulance yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like oh yeah that speech is great and they all just leave <laughs> um so i think there could have been maybe some better writing there but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed the film. I also find, um, and I equate this to um, how anyone with a British accent is like automatically posh, uh, mm-hmm. even if they're not really. But the the anyone French, the French is the cool. French, no, the French narration just made yeah. it have all this gravitas. Like yeah. it was like this really important, serious film, even maybe though it wasn't. Yeah, it, it's really funny. Like it, it does air, add an air of class. Yeah, the French, <laughs> French. But if you watch a lot of French movies, like yes, they do make a lot of arty, high-minded films. But they have a giant industry of like films that are way trashier than what mm. Hollywood 
Hollywood makes. Like, especially all the rom-coms that they, like, shit out every year that are all exactly the same about a 60-year-old man falling in love with a 25-year-old woman in a vineyard somewhere. Real like, original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, yeah. Like, and Gerard this- Depardieu could get that girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is very, like, this feels very mainstream. Like, it is a stu- it feels like a Hollywood studio yeah, film. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, like, the production value felt quite high. There yeah, was some, I like, think it big, was. There were yeah. some big songs in it. And- yeah, and I think, uh, the main, like, the mum and the dad are actually quite big mm. actor, actors mm. in France. So I think this was a big, like, studio release yeah and i could definitely see this being remade in hollywood like mm. I, I think there would there's elements that they'd have some to change jokes and some tones would be yeah. a little I different don't, <laughs> i don't think you would have seen a full frontal nudity shot of the grandma in the hollywood version no <laughs> good for her though yeah <laughs> go granny yeah, that was something we missed. That the that the son, whenever he was in a one of the bodies of the of the of his female relatives, relatives, he just pimped them out for money. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would yeah. drugs. The same boy, he would text them and be like, "I'll stand in this window, ne- like with my top off, if you send me like ten euro." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when he does it as the grandma. The friend is so distraught, he gets his parents to come and complain. Well, he was ripped off, wasn't he? But <laughs> imagine having that conversation with your parents. With your parents, yeah. And I, I, gave- paid, I paid them to show me boobs and then it was an old lady's boobs. <laughs> yeah. God, France must be very different. <laughs> if Emily in Paris has taught us anything, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? You know what? Another part of this film, I, 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 there was a few things that were unbelievable. First, mm-hmm. first, right <laughs> off the bat, how they all swapped into each other's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I totally repeated, forgot that was an element of this film. <laughs> like you said, you've been vaccinated against this. Like you just don't yeah. even feel it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but but Paul, you you're a theme park uh, entrepreneur. No, not entrepreneur. <laughs> Paul Guys, starting Paul's a theme like park. Swap land. Freaky Friday log ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, it w- it would be a birth rog- log ride where you're in a big bath. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the bath reference. <laughs> the bath um, reference, I mean, yeah. But, but you're 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 someone who who, who goes to theme parks, enjoys theme parks. Connoisseur, connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, would you have lined up for two hours for the uh, <laughs> for that ride? <laughs> for that ride, which is just like this boat that. Goes down it, was like a bird, it was like a birdcage on on water. On the water, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it was pretty I have, shit. Yeah, I have to say I wouldn't, but I have witnessed lines for equally as shit rides that have been that length. Like, people will line up for anything in a theme park. <laughs> so, uh, I actually found that was quite realistic. <laughs> and And, okay, well, what about the fact that his daughter, like, supposedly saved the day by mortgaging their house to buy the newspaper when it's like, 
clearly a dead media and she's just like financially ruined the entire family <laughs> oh, the whole family's <laughs> fucked and how the hell is the mum going to earn a wage as a nurse when every second day she's a six year six year old girl <laughs> or a she, llama she, she, she's a, st- <laughs> a stoner a llama a st- stoner teenager like she's going to cause deaths at that hospital <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Um, I think the the answer to a lot of these questions is God obviously hates this family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you like the uh, disclaimer at the end that none of the kids or the llama smoked really during smoked. the sh- really smoked during the shoot, and the director quit smoking as well? well it was a relief. That was my main yeah. concern. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like th- this is something I always think of. It's like when. When parents get their kids involved in being, like, child actors and are, like, willing to put them in, like, roles like this, I just don't know if I would be willing, you know what I mean? Like, No. Yeah. And you know how, especially with babies, not that there were any in this movie, but with babies, like, often they need babies to cry in movies and how they do that is, like, they make the mum leave the room and, like, so the baby's, like, actually (laughs) uncomfortable and in distress. Yeah. No one's but, doing that to my kid. Yeah. But how much money? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, yeah. I, it actually reminded me a bit of uh, the the rehearsal. If uh, have you watched any of the rehearsal, Lucy? No. That it's a is t- that the Nathan H- thing? Feel- Nathan yeah. Fielder, yeah. And it very much deals with the complexities of child actors and the really? effects that they can, it can have on their lives outside of the shoot. Yeah. And, you know, we see it all the time that, you know, putting these kids in these situations isn't that great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, she did do a fantastic job, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's hoping she's completely, you know, normal now and she's enjoying the money she got from this film. Yeah. And- you know, she she's doing what she loves. I wonder. I, she's got to be like, has been in things before, or things since. Like she was, she was very. Uh, she did do like because she is actress. in a lead role, basically. Like yeah, playing completely. the mother for most yeah. of the film. Yeah. Well, according to IMDb, this is the third thing she's ever done. Mm-hmm. She was uh, in a TV show- series called The Bonfire of Destiny. And she was in a film last year called Stuck Together and has no other credits, so. Stuck Together Stuck sounds together. like another swap. Swap film, yeah. <laughs> it's a Netflix movie. When Paris goes into lockdown during the pandemic, the quirky residents of an apartment building oh. must adjust to a new life and one another. Mm. Mm, in different bodies. <laughs> if only. Um, yeah, Whole so. apartment block gets swapped. <laughs> <laughs> During the pandemic. 25 people swap. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, you heard what we thought of the movie, but how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. 
Take it away, Brendan. Uh, I'm going to sing it in French. Ooh. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Okay. Uh, one, two. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to put the, our lyrics through the Google Translate and see what comes out? <laughs> je t'aime. Oh, oui, je t'aime. <laughs> <laughs> right, do I, do, do you know the song I was singing just <laughs> Yes. Je I, yeah, je t'aime, yes. I, I, I had a playlist at work. Um, oh, no! <laughs> that song came on. It just literally sounds like there's people fucking over that the speakers. That is what the song then- is! <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like this whole cafe full of people just hearing, like, je t'aime. Oh, je t'aime. It's like in really, like, breathy voices. Yeah. Very oh, breathy, no. very breathy. Oh, no. <laughs> That's they, great, by the way. <laughs> are they a dude or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Wait, oh, no. Ding. Tell me if they're hot or not. Little spin, wow. little different? No. Wow. Um, okay. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is beautiful in their own way. way. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Um, so, Frank... Dubosk as Elaine, the dad. Um, Hot or not. But is this pre, like, pre or post makeover that he gets in the... Uh, (laughs) You you can do both. You you can give an overall. You can average it out if you'd like. (laughs) I mean, I can recognise that he's a handsome man. We can do all three. We can do uh, depressed dad, um, (laughs) seven-year-old girl, uh, daughter... Dressing him like he's in the Young. like like got a f- I don't know the eighties. <laughs> I know I, I didn't like the outfit of the makeover for that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah, acid wash denim top to bottom. Yeah, with like fluoro shirt. Yeah, very. Yeah. Uh, I don't know George Michael. It looked like <laughs> and also like the depressed dad, super like depressing guy so he gets yeah. a, well i mean i feel bad like depression's for real serious issue um yeah. but he was also just kind of like a lazy dad you know like there yeah. was stuff he was a, he was he a deadbeat to, dad yeah um so i've just googled what he looked like when he was like in his late 20s early 30s yeah and i and bet he, he total dreamboat yeah dream i boat. bet yeah and he did have beautiful eyes yeah and even um, like his grey hair was very he was he was appealing. Yeah. And, you know, and he's and he got the whole French, French thing going for him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a hot. I'm gonna give him a hot. Um and he's very fluid Brent, with his sexuality. He, yeah, I appreciated that. <laughs> he he was down to fuck whatever. <laughs> We're all um, in with a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um Alexandra Lamy as, Hey, I didn't get to say oh, oh. Uh, just in case he's listening. No to like. <laughs> so you're gonna give it a not? Yeah, Santa Claus is getting a pass from me. There you go. But uh, is pass good or bad? Um, no. What you giving not. him a not? <laughs> is it good or bad? No. Um, <laughs> Santa's hot. <laughs> He's so generous. Um, <laughs> Actually, the way he's standing, I've, I've got like a, a still shot of him at the end with his arms folded. And Why do you have stills he does of him? <laughs> <laughs> he's put him up on his wall. <laughs> um, okay, Here you so go. Yeah, Ali- I was just going to say, like, he looks uh, a, he's got a bit of a Guy Pierce vibe if he was like a hobo. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of see it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway, let's I go to the next mind. thing. <laughs> uh, Alexandra Lamy as Sophie, as the mum. So the the actual mum actress. Yes. Yeah, she was very pretty. Yeah, I think I think she was she was a stunner. They really like a majority of the film. She was being the dad, so she was dressed in man's clothes, and they really like didn't give her any makeup or anything like that. But you could tell in in at the start. Yeah, she's she was a pretty lady. I rated her, and she's got she's a nurse. That's like another Hmm. you know sexy (laughs) trope. Sexy trope, French nurse. Ooh la la. (laughs) (laughs) And and we we appreciate and respect our healthcare workers on the Swapcast podcast. Yes. Appreciate yeah, what Brendan just said was very respectful. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la. Um, uh, okay, so uh, Christiane Millet as Mammy, the grandmother. I mean, I also think she she looked pretty. She was keeping it tight. <laughs> yeah, I think she had definite guilt, gilf energy yeah. for sure. She had she had some confidence in this film. I'll yeah. give and she that. could sink a yeah. bong very convincingly. <laughs> And yeah, how when that- she was the son, there was nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, like, you know, those titties. <laughs> <laughs> how old do you think uh, she actually was? Like, in real life? Yeah. I, I can tell you. Uh, she was 67 when she made this movie. Yeah, okay. So she looked amazing. No, I I, I think she she's a definite gilf. I'm giving her a heart. Brandon. Let's move on. Ageism at its finest. So ooh, I this guy must be an a uh, musical artist or something, but he's cuz he's only got one name in real life, which ooh. is Artus. Artus. And he played Christoph, the uh, the man she was having an affair with. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I just expected you were talking about like a one name artist um, yeah. from France. I was expecting it to be the son. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, um, so it was a little bit like that. He was the affair. It was a little bit like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know in Arrested <laughs> Development? Her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really funny. Um, <laughs> um But like I could recognize like he was a handsome guy. But I you know, it was just a weird choice for that the the for guy to, cast, to have like, an affair the, with. Yeah. There is definitely a market for that man. Like <laughs> he had some the, tattoos and stuff, right? Like he had his thing going on. I get the yeah. artist appeal. It just was an interesting choice. Yeah, but he was a little yeah. nice, you know. What I mean, he, he didn't really have an edge. Besides, I guess having the affair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just despite willingly de- wanting to destroy, destroy a, family. a family. I love as well in the subtitles they call them. Did they call them sex friends? Yeah, we'll just go back to being sex friends. I'm like, I feel like there's something lost in translation here. (laughs) They have Um, a word for it in French. (laughs) A certain Um, je ne sais quoi. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. um, When I uh, 
had my monkeypox vaccine, you have to like fill out a survey and they ask you like all the things that you get up to kind of thing. Mm. And like, <laughs> and one of them is like, do you have a regular fuck buddy? Like they actually, in a medical form, they use Said the word that. fuck buddy. Yeah. Fuck buddy, really? really? Yeah. So do they, give it, do they give it to straight bu- people? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> do they give it to like grandmas? Do you have a regular fuck buddy? You should put that, uh, you should fill it out and make it like the top of your like grinder profile. <laughs> what? <laughs> that list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Conversation starter. <laughs> um,. <laughs> so, definitely the hottest person in this film, in my opinion, oh. uh, Gil Alma, who played Gillies, who was, like, the lawyer that was in the communal showers. A very minor character that Paul <laughs> has to bring up so he could talk about how hot he thought he was. Exactly. <laughs> hover, hover. <laughs> um, did you? Did you find him attractive, Lucy? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah, he was so fucking hot. <laughs> Is he surpassing keyboard guy? <laughs> um, I mean, he'd be up there. He's Guys, pretty, I can't even hot. remember what movie was keyboard guy from. Beat? Vice versa. Vice versa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks is keyboard guy, isn't he? Um, yeah. Okay. Vice versa. Yeah. Um, I remember now. Yeah. He had a shit. He had a shit tattoo, but other than that, he was pretty fucking hot. I can't remember <laughs> so, the tattoo. He had, like, this little thing on his spine. It, it wasn't very good. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Brendan, did you think he was hot stuff? I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and, yeah, uh, I guess so. <laughs> He'll get fine. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was very surprised that the film did not pull a boner joke in that scene. That's what I was waiting for. For like the, the daughter the, to get the, an erection looking at him in the shower. Is that yes. what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I respected the restraint of the film. It was very unexpected. I was grateful the, the for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's finish off with some friend or foes. So, uh, Mathilde Rochrich as Valentine, the um, 17-year-old daughter. I'm very scared of teenage girls. She was a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And she was, like, constantly men- um, mentioning this gymnastics tournament she won at, like, 12 years old as like <laughs> the highlight of her entire life. Yeah. And, like, and we okay, find then. out actually the like impetus of how she became such a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> Cause um, it's like this, this trophy is like the symbol of the confidence and it seems that her like overconfidence sort of is what makes her like really a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. a really annoying person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I would give her a foe at the beginning, but I think she did some good character work. So I think by the end she brought around, she became a better person. I guess and that's I would true, give her isn't a it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of instead of like when she finds out that her father bought her the first place trophy, um, rather than you know sort of taking that as like you know something to make her more bitter, it was like a catalyst for her to be. Like, oh, I, I am stronger than I think I am. Mm. Like, I don't need that trophy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. Uh, cool. Nil, Nils Othinin Girard, 
<laughs> this is bad. As, yeah. <laughs> I've tried destroyed that. Um, Gerard. <laughs> like Gerard. Yeah. Well, it's G I R A R D. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, as Leo, the son. Um, okay, so I, like, was friends with a hundred of that guy in high school. That was, like, <laughs> all the guys I went to high school with, basically. And they're all nightmares, so. Yeah. But, like, who is he besides being a stoner? Like, I, I, he's I a, get He's a boy f- that wants to prostitute his family members out to Yeah, okay, friends. so, yeah, completely. He was not a great guy. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, foe. I, I had foe him as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he literally he gave his your grandmother. Grandma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gave his grandmother a heart attack. <laughs> yes, true. By by excessively smoking drugs in her body. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna give him a foe. Um, and finally, uh, Rose D. Kervaniolel. Why does everyone have <laughs> awful names in this movie? <laughs> As uh, Chacha, um, the uh, young daughter. And also, what's Chacha? Is that her name? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> it must be a French thing. I I think she would be a hoot and a half to hang around with. Mm. Like really? this swearing child. <laughs> <laughs> I did like um the moment at the beginning where they waited in line for the ride for two hours and then she decided she didn't want to go on it because she had to go to the toilet and they lost their place in the line. Like, if that, if I was the parent, I would want to disown that child. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been in Disneyland and seen that exact thing happen, and I felt so I mean, so it, just sorry. Seems in, it just seems insane because children, like, can't hold on for two hours, and mm. this is how long you have to wait for a ride. Like, they need mm. a better system, or they need, like, bathroom passes or something. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Or, or they need to just kick all the kids out of Disneyland. So yeah. it's just so for Paul can just <laughs> swan about yeah. at his own leisure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know the way she handled like her birthday. Like I, oh, I but come on, she's it. like six years old and had her birthday ripped from her. That's. Uh, I think she was old enough to be able to. Understand the gravity of the situation. I feel like you're I just disagree. putting that on her because that actress played such a mature character, but that that wasn't actually the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she could play that mature of a character because she was old enough to understand acting. So I think she's old enough to understand that. You know. Okay, Grandpa. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give her a foe. Oh, you're giving her a foe. Yeah, I think she'd be <laughs> annoying to be around. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you said she was a hoot and a yeah, half. Yeah, I think you really switched, had a real yeah. 180 there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just the Disneyland thing, and then you yeah, really yeah, were punishing yeah. her for that. Yes, I thought about it, and I've I've decided to follow her. I would be her friend. She would have got me in so much trouble for swearing. And stealing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. We're a little clever. It's her fault. Swearing. Everything is her fault, by the way. Everything is her fault. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of Family Swap from across the interwebs. So most of the reviews were in other languages, but I did uh-huh. manage to find some in English. So. <laughs> so the first one's from Leo on Letterboxd, and he gives it three stars, and he says, We love Llama. Cool. Wait, that was the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I there was a there was a llama in this film. Just so people are aware, do llamas <laughs> spit? That's unfortunate. Yes. Hillary Duff has a pet llama. This is why all your llama based knowledge 
comes from yeah. comes from yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish like, you know, you should ring me sometimes and just talk about a llama. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be fun. <laughs> Um, this one's from Matthew Johnson, uh, on Letterboxd. He gives it two and a half stars and he says, I was on a plane writing a midterm about bad movies. This was actually too good to be inspirational. <laughs> so a somewhat positive review. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I will say it, it was a, it was a good film. It wasn't mm. horrible. Like mm. a lot of the things we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> No worries, anytime. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is a, a first. I'm reading one of our listeners' reviews that's on Letterboxd. Um, of so, this film? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ashley, our, our uh, number one OG. listener, yeah. Ashley, uh, hey. we, which, you know, we all love Ashley on this podcast. Uh, she gave it three and a half stars when she watched it last year. Mm-hmm. And she said... I think this is the first body swap film I've ever watched where they never swap back, and that alone deserves an extra half star. So, yeah, yeah I, I think we're on agreement with you, Ashley. Like, I appreciated that about the movie. And finally, we have one from St. Pauli on Letterboxd. He gives it two stars. And he says, as funny as a pubic hair on a bar of soap, still not fed up with body switching slapstick. Here's one where the whole family swaps personalities. But don't worry, because it's French, they didn't forget the extramarital affair (laughs) storyline. Let's get to tenuous recommendations, where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So I'll get us started... My connection is France. Uh, obviously, this is a French movie. Um, mm. So I'm recommending a film where France is a major part of the plot. And uh, that's a new film that just came out. It came out on Hulu in America and Disney Plus in Australia. Um, and it's called Not Okay. Have either of you guys seen this yet? No, I haven't even had no. it. I is. Um, so I think especially you, Lucy, would love this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars uh, Zoe Dutch and Dylan O'Brien. Um, and it's about a girl. She works at like a BuzzFeed kind of company called De- Depravity, mm-hmm. making like listicles kind of thing. Um, and uh, she decides to get some like Insta cred to pretend that she's gone to a writer's retreat in Paris. Mm -hmm. So she makes a whole bunch of, like, fake Instagram posts, photoshopping herself in front of the Arc de Triomphe, all this stuff, and then posts all the stuff, goes to bed, and while she's asleep, there's a terrorist attack on Paris (laughs) in all the places that she just said she was. So then she pretends that she's a survivor of the terrorist attack <laughs> um, and then um, gets like uh, uh, becomes friends with this activist that actually survived a shoot- school shooting and um, it just like escalates from there. Sounds um, very stressful. It's stressful, but very funny, very relevant to our social media obsessed society. And also, that we're didn't in. we talk about some, um, some yeah, last episode we were talking about a talked about couple of actors, that, yeah, hey, yeah, it was in 9 11. 
Yeah, and no, it was um, Brian Williams, uh, the girl from the actress from Girls. Her dad um, pretended that he was in Afghanistan. Yeah, but then and- you you said there was some other actor who pretended oh, yeah, he was in nine eleven. Yeah, there was a comedian that pretended he was mm. in the t- the towers when they got hit. Yes, mm. Steve uh, Ranadiski. Yeah, ex- explains where he lied about nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this film is actually very good. Um, like yeah, funny and really like well directed. Like um, just a really like cool current kind of vibe to it. Um, and Zoe Dutch is fantastic mm. in the main role. And there's a newcomer, Mia Isaac, who plays the um, the school shooting survivor, and she is like phenomenal in this film as mm. well. Like Sounds she's like going to be cool. huge. Sounds like a cool concept. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would definitely like, especially for you, Lucy. I think you would mm. love it. I think Brendan, yeah, you, you keep- might. Well, you keep saying, like, Lucy, and I'm like, this sounds really funny and interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, why is Lucy it not for me? Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you'll like it as well, Brendan. Um, but, but why yeah. would Lucy like it more than me? I think because, it, it, you know, it makes specific, like, call-outs to pop culture a lot. Like, and I won't know whatever they're talking y- yeah, about. Yeah, like, there's, there's definitely there's a character that's, like, <laughs> a Pete Davidson story stand in that I think Lucy would really like connect with. I know, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. He's <laughs> so, dating someone famous right now. They split up yeah. so you know yeah. nothing, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> so yeah. The film's Swing called- and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the film's called Not Okay and yeah, if you're in America, it's Hulu. If you're in Australia or anywhere else, Disney Plus, um, hmm. give it a go. Cool. Uh, Lucy. Um, so, I'm not going to rock anyone's world. And I'm, I was sure that I um, uh, had done this before, but I looked through the list quickly and I don't think I have. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm doing Amelie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised you haven't done that. Because yeah, it, I haven't seen it in forever. It have is, you seen it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Because it's on SBS all the time. It's the sort of thing if you yeah. flick at uh, the TV, it's sometimes on. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I'm picking it because it has beautiful French narration. And I just, it, this, it, I used to say that Emily was my favorite movie. And I know that that's very twee and whatever, but yeah. um, I just loved it um, when it came out. Um, and, and I still do. I stand by it. And uh, I love the narration. I love the way you meet the characters and they sort of tell you a weird secret about them. Or mm-hmm. it, I really like, you know, even the, the cat introduces the cat and tells you the cat's likes and dislikes and just things like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> I just thought the narration, you know, I wrote down a note about how the French narration made it have all the gravitas. And then I was like, oh, Amelie, I love that narration. <laughs> um, so I'm doing Amelie. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't watched it since it came out, but I do remember really enjoying it. Yeah. So. It's a sweet mm. movie. Brendan? Um. Is worst person in the world French? No. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like Norwegian or something, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, I just slipped that one in there. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to do a movie called... I'm still looking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a film called Worm. <laughs> There's a okay. film called Worm, and it's uh, it's got um, a family in it, just like this film's got a family in it, and and it's dysfunctional. Uh, okay. So that's my connection. 
Yeah. Is this W Y R M? Yes, like like the uh, dragon. W Y R M. Yeah. So, uh, yeah the the film is it's like a short film that got adapted into a to a full feature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very quirky. It's it's set in an alternative nineteen nineties, um, in which the like students are given these like neck braces that have a little electronic collar and it doesn't come off until you have your first kiss. And so our sort of protagonist uh, still hasn't had his first kiss. So he's like one of the last kids to uh, still be wearing that collar. Um, and Oh my God, being just- a teenager just so fucking shit already. That's the cruelest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very funny. It's like the, the whole reason behind it is because they want people to grow up to be healthy, like, um, like normal people and like, you know, uh, serial killers didn't have their first kiss until blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, it shows that you're someone who's like socially not awkward. And anyway, yeah. it's, it's quite funny how they like sort of, uh, employ it. Mm. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a really, it was a really heartwarming film. Uh, it's, it feels very indie, uh, yeah. in that, that classic way. Um, but it's a fun story. Uh, it's really unique, and uh, I, I'm assuming it won't get seen by a lot of people, but I recommend it. It was a good time. Cool. Nice. All right. So, if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So, my question is, where are we going to put Family Swap on our lists? All right. I'm going to put it in between 17 again and Life is Easy. Like, I had a really good time with this film. Mm, so you did. <laughs> uh, I'm putting it between vice versa and here comes the bride. <laughs> nice. I'm putting it in between down to earth and brother bear. So I put it, it's pretty high up there. Better than Phil Collins. <laughs> brother bear wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hate to hear that you didn't appreciate our last bear swap because we're doing another one next week. <laughs> <laughs> another bear swap? Yes, but like um, literal bear or like two the- gay guys? Yeah, <laughs> no, like an actual a bear. bear and a twink swap. Oh my god! Write that movie. That's very okay. funny. Okay, good idea. (laughs) Um, But uh, unfortunately, Lucy won't be joining us for that one. Um, She's got a very busy couple of weeks ahead. So, uh, Broad from the um, Hunting Seasons podcast will be stepping in in her place for for next week. Thanks, guys. Sorry. No worries. Um, Where we'll be reviewing the 2012 Pixar film Brave, featuring the voices of Kelly McDonald, Billy Connolly, and Emma Thompson, where, determined to make her own path in life, Princess Merida defies a custom that brings chaos to a kingdom. Granted one wish, Merida must rely on her bravery and her archery skills to undo a beastly curse. Um, the irony is I've never seen this movie and I think I'd probably really like I'd it. love to so. see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid well, moving house and yeah. selling house. <laughs> yeah, well, if you find it a, a spare two hours, you're still welcome to, to jump in if you can. But, um, yeah, uh, should be a fun one. Have fun, um, guys. And, uh, yeah, Brad, uh, our resident Pixar expert, always has a lot to say. Mm. He's joined us for our Soul and our um, Turning Red episodes. So, I uh, am a 
very big uh, expert on. I was trying to think of something. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm so tired. Scar um, music. I, I'm- there you go. <laughs> That's your thing. No, no, of uh, of 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 Celtic history. So I'll be very. Uh, no, no, never mind. <laughs> I've actually been to Scotland, so. Roasted. Uh, this- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would have been able to bring so much knowledge to this episode, Lucy. Yeah, it really wow. is the best place. Um, <laughs> I have an expert on Disney princesses. Is that what this is? I don't Are believe you. you. <laughs> Do you want me to quiz you on Disney princesses right now? Go ahead. Do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, he's got me. <laughs> I I met Belle um, at my last Disneyland trip. The real trip. Belle. The real Belle. She was in Epcot. How old was she? Was she uh, a queen now? No, she was still a princess for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, and she she was dead behind the eyes. <laughs> That's a shame. It was a very awkward interaction. <laughs> um all right, so uh, <laughs> what a way to end the podcast! <laughs> I can't believe you did. I'm not going to ask him one Disney-related question. That's disappointing. Okay, yeah, really try to stump me because it'll be really hard. Okay, what is the name of the princess in Princess <laughs> and the Frog? <laughs> I don't know that either. Uh, uh, Tony, <laughs> you're fucked, Tony. <laughs> you're actually actually close though. It's Tiana. So, wow, yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> but anyway, um, until next time, don't be a piece of the shit. Sorry. <laughs> piece of the shit. <laughs> the shit. <laughs> Please don't be a piece of the shit on the ground. DPW and review us on iTunes or Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was... Dehydrated poo Because <laughs> you didn't know about Princess Tiani. <laughs> Tiana. 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 <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Princess Tony. All right. Bye. That movie I would Bye. watch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm delirious. The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.